welcome to the Rising Stars podcast. Today we have Aaron Westfall on the podcast from Kiosk Group. He is the director of sales and he is going to talk to us all about kiosk and self-service. So welcome, Aaron. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, Brianna. Absolutely. So can you start us off by telling us about Kiosk Group and how it got its start? Yeah, sure. When tablet technology came around in the mid to late 2000s, our founder, Mike James, he had the idea of creating a self-service solution based on a tablet. Think iPad, right? That's when they started coming out. Since that time, Kiosk Group has uh, offered self-service solutions using that kind of technology, both hardware and software solutions. More affordable, but yet higher quality. Uh, the platform solves specific problems to businesses, specifically those to help businesses in like check-in, payment processing, document processing, and ordering and information gathering. Awesome. So it's no secret that self-service is definitely having its moment right now with COVID and ongoing efforts to reduce the amount of person-to-person human contact. You know, a lot of businesses are looking for self-service as an alternative. So tell me about how this has affected Kiosk Group and if you guys see this as more of a lasting trend or something that is simply, you know, kind of a temporary fix. So I'd have to say, you know, you're right. There's no doubt that self-service is having, as you just said, like it's moment right now, it's moment in the sun. We believe that businesses that have self-automation not only benefit and reduce human contact, but also improves customer experience. And and it also saves businesses money, right? Uh, Instead of having more employees, you have a one-time solution. For those reasons, I see that businesses will trend into adopting self-service for the foreseeable future in areas that they need. Yeah, I totally agree. Would you mind just elaborating a little bit more on the customer service piece? I, you know, with the labor shortages, we all know that self-service is kind of a necessary supplement to that right now. But tell me about the, how it improves the customer service. How it improves the customer service is definitely like, as you said, with the labor shortage, especially in retail and food service right now, they're causing long lines, long wait times. And what that's doing is that's choosing customers to lose that and and go away from that business. I'll I'll tell you a quick story. Just the other day, I was at a pretty well-known coffee and donut shop. Went to get in line. There's 15 people in line. I saw people pulling up and instantly leaving because they don't have the time to wait in their workday just to get a cup of coffee or get something like that. The owner of the shop was taking orders and processing payments. And that's what was causing these long lines, right? Um, And he couldn't find enough people to help him perform that. So I couldn't think about how he could use uh, self-service automation to get all that done and then just be in the back making the orders and making sure that his customers were happy and cutting down that wait time. Reducing long lines and wait times is definitely the key in that customer experience. Absolutely. Definitely right now because of the labor shortage that we're experiencing, you know, wait times in restaurants and retail pretty much any any type of business you walk into where there's a you know person-to-person transaction, there's that customer experience, kiosks and self-service tools are going to be key in keeping customers happy. So right, tell right. me about you know kiosk groups experience in this labor shortage and how you know you guys are kind of 
experiencing that and how it's affecting, you know, customer service type of businesses all over the world. Yeah, sure. It's, I mean, it's, you're right. All over the world is definitely a key here. It's all, it's internationally and in the, in, in the 48, right. We see that it's all about improving the customer experience through kiosks, right. Mm-hmm. And those businesses that do not adopt the self-service are risking losing a lot of customers in that space because they just, they don't have time for the long lines and the wait times. And we see this all over the place, uh, internationally and domestically, as you said. Mm -hmm. Do you have any statistics or numbers, anything that Kiosk Group uses in terms of how many people in terms of consumers prefer self-service over that you know, going to the counter and placing an order with a person. I know some people still prefer the old school methods, but I think self-service is becoming more and more popular. Yeah. And, and it's, it's more and more popular definitely with, I would say uh, millennials and the younger generations of people as well. Uh, I can tell you right now that we've worked with a company uh, and a whole state department that uh, has let us know that they've cut wait times down from two hours and 30 minutes to 15 minutes to provide care such as uh, food stamps, anything in the health and human services, DMVs, welfare offices, schools, a lot of that. And we'll touch on that. I'll touch on that a little bit later, but that has really cut down a lot of wait times. We're seeing a lot of people would more want to use a kiosk like they would use a cell phone or a tablet more than they want to interact with a person, especially in this world right now. They don't want to be within six feet. We want to practice social distancing and these kiosks can help you do that. So I would say uh, definitely more of the 75% of people will be using these over wanting to see a person if they had the option for both. Yeah, I totally agree. So what do you see um, the norm of self-service and kiosk usage being in, say, five years from now? In the next five years, I would say, depending on the volume and nature of your business, right, uh, self-service can be the primary or a supplementary use in your industry. Uh, Like you said, in point of sale, right? But we don't see this as a temporary option or an interim fix. Uh, The technology is in here is here. And now it's improving over time, right? We've seen this uh, for the past 20 years that we've been doing this. But we believe businesses who adapt self service technology are going to find that in the long term, it's not only going to improve the customer experience, but more importantly, a means of improving their bottom line and making their employees' jobs more meaningful and doing the jobs that they were there to do instead of just doing the jobs that were supplementing. Absolutely. What types of businesses do you see self-service becoming more of the main form of transaction rather than just that supplement? I'll tell you one is is healthcare is huge right now. Uh, we're, we're helping hospitals, urgent cares, doctor's offices, doing patient registration, using check-in kiosks to alleviate their wait times and alleviate what the nurses are supposed to be doing as in helping people rather than doing paperwork. Um, And in the healthcare industry, reducing human contact is a significant benefit to having a self-service. Another market that's been really big for us is what we call a SLED market and SLED stands for state, local, and education. Okay. All of these markets, is it's a big customer base right now. Think of what I said before is DMVs, welfare offices, schools, uh, just helping reduce those wait times, helping get, get people the information they need, or helping people check into their offices in a COVID-safe environment. Lastly, I also see uh, definitely courtrooms 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so courtroom management has been a big thing across the country. I think we're helping uh, one of our partners across the lower 48 states with courtroom and uh, jury management systems. That's really interesting. Um, you know, obviously, me coming from kind of the point of sale world, I just look at, you know, kiosks and self-service being a way to you know, get get people through the line faster at a quick service restaurant, at retail right. stores, things like that. And you you've obviously touched on a few healthcare, DMVs, all of that. But outside of that traditional point of sale, what other markets maybe they aren't adopting kiosks right now and self-service right now, but could really benefit from that technology? I would definitely, like I said, the, the healthcare industry, healthcare market, right? Because that's not so much of a point of sale. It would be, I guess, if you call it a um, uh, not a POS, but it would be more of a uh, pay your copay right? Mm-hmm. Pay your copay on this type of this type of solution. Badge printing, right? It's been really key for the serve for the check-in areas, the, the areas that we really need to get into. There's been a lot of talk, I think we'll touch on this in, in health screenings, temperature usages, doctor's offices, um, those type of areas have needed it. Even so much as manufacturing facilities like my own have needed employee management systems or uh, visitor check-in systems to just to know who's coming in and out of your, your facilities and getting a badge uh, on a star printer to make sure that that can happen and make sure that everybody's safe. Absolutely. Well, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that, but first we're just going to take a really quick break to talk about star kiosk technology. Self-service is a trend that definitely is not going away and Star Micronics has what it takes to optimize self-service kiosks in a variety of industries. Star proudly offers a wide range of thermal kiosk printer hardware and components like bezels, presenters, paper roll holders, and much more. With the ability to print receipts, labels, tickets, and more, Star Micronics line of SK1, TUP, and other thermal printers are ideal for a large variety of applications. Learn more about Star's kiosk offerings today at starmicronics.com. So Aaron, um, you, you briefly just mentioned health screenings, temperature checks, and I think at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone kind of thought that this was going to be the next big thing. You weren't going to be able to enter Uh, whether it be a a doctor's office, a restaurant, a store, a movie theater, without that health screening, the temperature check. But it hasn't quite really took off the way that we all expected to. So tell me about how this trend is progressing and what Kiosk Group thinks, you know, the future of that technology and, you know, where that's going in terms of whether it being a standard or if you guys are providing solutions for that today. I have to say this this is a pretty important and very sensitive issue, right? We've spent a fair amount of time looking at developing a temperature screening solution, and we found that the marketplace has been flooded with flawed technology. We've all gone into a location where it's said that my temperature is 95.5 degrees. <laughs> and <laughs> it turns out that the temperature in an automated way, it just isn't very easy, right? Uh, measure, measuring someone's body and core temperature is just very different than measuring somebody's skin temperature. Uh, most solutions in the market me- measure skin temperature, and that's inherently inaccurate. If you think about it, Someone runs up a flight of stairs and goes to go into an office building. They're flushed, they're they're breathing heavier, and their temperature is going to be raised, and that's going to present a false positive. And that happens all the time. Um, and there's kiosks still out there 
that increase the liability because of that inaccuracy. Even if you think about the other side right now, in some areas of the country, it's snowing and it's in the twenties. When you come in from walking outside for an hour, you might get a 94.4 or a 93.3. And that's where that inaccuracy comes out. But alternatively, we focus on screening using an automated kiosk. that takes one through the CDC approved questions rather than the temperature screen side of it. Uh, Based on those responses to those questions, one's either determined to be a low risk and granted access to the facility or a high risk and not granted access. Our kiosk is called Checkpoint. Uh, mm -hmm. That produces a label and a badge using a star label printer uh, stating that the person past screening is allowed in the facility and is given a direction uh, otherwise if not granted access through that badge. Uh, mm -hmm. We see that this is the best use case right now. Uh, for that other than temperature screening, just because of the uh, effects that it has on people. So okay. that's where we decided to go with that instead of have the temperature screening. And I see that, you know, what you said about it taking off, it, it didn't take off early in the pandemic, but I'll tell you right now, we've got more inquiries for something like this than we ever have over the last two quarters than we did the first uh, five quarters of the pandemic. Yeah. And would you say that that's just due to you know, people needing more time to develop the correct technology for that temperature screening, because yeah. you mentioned the CDC questions and, you know, that's something you get when you're checking into a doctor's office, when you are trying to get a COVID test. Um, but it's probably pretty easy to just lie. So going into that, that temperature screening or some sort of screening is definitely important, um, but maybe it just took a little more time for people to develop that type of technology. Yeah, uh, it took a little bit more time for people to get it accurately and get it correct, sure. right? Uh, it took the CD, CD a little bit more time to figure out what's going on. And then we figured out you needed remote management services to make sure that you could change these questions based when the CDC changed these questions. And to touch on that point, you're right. Somebody can always lie on that. We're not here to make sure that the customer isn't sick. We're make we're here to make sure that the liability of the company is is there and resolved by answering those questions. The company needs to do their part to make sure that people um, they're not letting people in that they think might be a higher risk um, mm -hmm. of infection, and that's where that's where we step in right yeah. uh is into that more so into the customer saying okay i i didn't i wasn't around somebody that that had covid even though they might have been yeah. at least the company has that stamp that they're resolved in that right and that they've they've done the proper precautions and now you're seeing that more companies want to take those precautions before it was we're not coming back into the office right mm -hmm. um now it's we're going to come back into the office in some sort of respect and now I think that that's changed. When that's changed, now people need to take these measures too a little bit more. Absolutely. So with that, are you guys simply for the checkpoint solution, are you handling that entire um, kiosk solution? Are you doing the software, the hardware for it? Um, would you mind telling our listeners a little bit more about that process and you know what goes into the components of that 
technologies? So what we use is, uh, it is a proprietary turnkey solution, uh, mm -hmm. except for the tablet and then the star printer that we partner with Star Micronics on to use. Um, okay. And the tablet is usually an I, it's iOS based since we create the software. Uh, we do have a proprietary software that, for Checkpoint that we use with our Kiosk Pro software. Our hardware, uh, along with an iPad and the Star Micronics, uh, usually the TSP 700 or 654 or MC Print 3 units. And then that's a turnkey solution with graphics and uh, hardware and software that's just delivered right to your door. So you can take that off of a pallet, bring it right into your solution, plug it in. We can remote into that to get it going and you're ready to go with that same day that you get it delivered to you. So that's been a really key with supply chain issues as they are now. It's been a really key component to selling these is that we provide the complete solution, not just part of the solution. Absolutely. That's really interesting. Shifting gears just a little bit, you've already kind of mentioned, obviously, you guys are a partner of STARS. You use our printers and peripherals for a lot of your kiosk applications. And you've mentioned the badges already. Um, you know, again, coming from the point of sale world, it's easy for a star person or someone more in that point of sale um, lane to just think of retail receipts, restaurant receipts, you know, that's what the printing does. But tell me about some of the other use cases um, where kiosks might need a printer, whether it's for receipts or something else. Sure. Yeah. And, and certainly, you know, POS and, and receipt printing is the most popular use case, right? Because every time you order something, you, you get that that printed receipt. But we also see a lot of cases involving label printing, trending upward. Data capture is also good on, on, on that side, right? To get your receipt saying that you've entered into a contest. Uh, we've been doing that with a lot of uh, famous NFL and NBA and, and um, NHL teams uh, to get people to win tickets to games. Uh, star, star printers are so compact and they actually fit inside our, our lower footprint kiosk and it allows those receipts and labels to be printed and, gain, and nobody without gaining access to the printer. So that's been really key for us uh, with a sleek and efficient solution for Star to help businesses out. So we see a lot of different badge printing is in our COVID screening solutions, check-in solutions, as well as uh, printing, maybe not even a receipt, but next steps to get into a facility, to call a number, or to say, here, you've been entered in this contest and here's your number. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. So... You know, you mentioned that Kiosk Group, you guys don't only do the hardware, you do the software as well. And in addition to that, you guys also work with a number of third-party um, software companies. So when you're looking for those partners, you have a you have a stadium, for example, you just mentioned um, stadiums come to you and say, we need XYZ kiosk solution. You know, if you guys don't already have that software built, is that kind of where you go look for outside partners or is everything customized for the customer? I would say a little bit of both. You know, mm -hmm. we do look, we do like to look for partners and we do value software partnerships and hardware partnerships. Uh, businesses are looking for a variety of solutions in the self-service arena. Some businesses already have software to match their hardware or vice versa with our software and they want to match somebody else's hardware. Mm -hmm. Some are also looking for a one-stop shop, which just includes everything, right? S software and hardware all in one box and they don't want to shop around. But to the latter, uh, we form partnerships with food ordering and software companies 
payment processing companies, more recently, telehealth kiosk solutions and telehealth self-service solutions where we have a software partner for. Being able to provide a holistic solution for businesses that don't have the software solution is a key strategy that we're using to expand our market presence right now. And don't forget, we also have our own software. It's a lockdown browser called Kiosk Pro. Uh, and actually, I think we should be hitting the 1 million mark for downloads on iOS by, uh, by January 2022 which is really huge for us. Uh, so that's how many people are using Kiosk Pro now and not only using Kiosk Pro, but some are using with our hardware and some are using without. Okay. Tell me more about that and you know how you guys look for partnerships and how they add value to your business. I would say that there we have two areas of focus when looking for, for software partners or hardware partners. First, consistent with your earlier question about looking for POS and in the ordering space, the health industry with secure registration, visitor check-in is a growing market in self-service. So we're looking for people in that area, identifying partners who have solutions that marry well with our hardware. So we can provide the holistic solution a lot easier. As you spoke of earlier, that's really important to us. Um, second is the ability to incorporate accessories or peripherals with your tablet kiosk is a key to expanding our marketplace presence. That's why Star is very important to our self-service future is because you guys can incorporate so many different styles of peripherals for us. That's awesome. And what kind of partners would you say that you guys are looking for today? Not specific partners, but key areas, what partners can do. Adaptability is one. We want to help customers get exactly what they need without reinventing the wheel for every single thing that we do. Our kiosk solutions are adaptable to your needs, both hardware and software. We make adaptable for you. We can provide the whole solution, the browser, the tablet, the printer, the scanner, or we can do part of the solution, mm -hmm. uh, whichever one you prefer, right? And we can design a solution to match what you already own. Our solutions are very adaptable in that matter and flexible to meet not just your needs now, but your needs in the future. So we can really think of our solutions as modular is what we call them. We are able to identify existing lineups in the ways that you, that doesn't cost you an arm and a leg to meet your needs, which is very key for us. Mm -hmm. uh, second is, is quality. Our software is easy to use and effective and our hardware is built to last. So that's what, that's why our kiosks come with a five-year warranty on the hardware side. And that's why our software is only an annual subscription. Mm -hmm. on the software side. So we're really proud of that fact that our kiosks are built to last a long time and built to perform for a long time. So we ask our partners to do the same. That's great. So I think you've kind of already touched on it a little bit, but what specifically would you say sets kiosk group apart from other kiosk providers? Simply our people. Um, we care about what you need. We care about what you get. And we're here for the long haul for you. We're not just here to sell you something that that's going to go away in a year. This is going to be in your business for years to come. So we want to work closely with your team and, and you every step of the way. And not only if you have issues now or down the road to know that we're here to actually help you. And as far as the self-service space goes, uh, I'll finish with what you started talking about self-service having its moment right now. Mm -hmm. While that's true, the beauty of the tablet and self-service is variable footprint. It allows you to change with what you have, right? right? It allows for your showroom floor to change and update with the style and with the coming years to come. Uh, you can have a countertop kiosk in your waiting room. It can be wall mounted. 
then we can move that tablet to a standing unit if you need to. So all of ours are very adaptable and modular, if you would say, to where you can fit pieces for the future with your growing business. You might start off in a small space, might move to a bigger space and need a bigger solution. And we're here to do that for you and use parts of the solution that you can do that. And one thing I haven't mentioned is um, ADA compliance. Mm -hmm. Our kiosks are ADA compliant. And as the industry expands, that's very important to know because we're an expert in that field. Our owner is a part of the board of ADA compliance for kiosks. And uh, we want to make sure that every one of your solutions meets your ADA compliance needs for now and for the future. Absolutely. And I really want to go back and emphasize one of the things that you mentioned and that, you know, a lot of people hear the word kiosk and think those big, you know, bulky kiosks that you might see in the airport, but with tablet and cloud technology, it really doesn't have to be that can be nice and sleek and kind of almost not even noticeable, um, which is really good for, of course, you know, saving space, aesthetic, um, you know, it's something that's going to be much more largely adapted. And I definitely want to emphasize the fact that the word kiosk takes a lot of forms and it's not just, you know, sometimes you do need that bigger kiosk, but that tablet solution, that sleek solution, um, that, that qualifies as a kiosk too. Yeah, definitely. It's it's and we we pride ourselves in being a smaller form factor, uh, lighter weight ability to bolt to the floor, bolt to the countertop because we are lighter weight. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It doesn't need to be this big, giant thing that people saw seven years ago. And also when you see a kiosk, it's it's not just an ATM machine or it's not just a go a place that you go to uh, fit, fix your cell phones in the mall. Right. A lot of people think of that word as kiosk being that. But it's 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 come a long way. I would say in the past decade for what a kiosk can be and what it can do for your business. Absolutely. Well, Aaron, just to wrap things up, we ask all of our guests this question. What would you say makes kiosk group a rising star? And are there any other rising trends in the industry right now that you, that we might not have touched on? What makes us a rising star? I I would go back to again, our people and uh, that we've been around for a decade and and we know, we know this business back to front. Right. Um, So we're really good at, at making sure that our people are, are with you for the long haul. And that's been a, a big deal is what we've seen is our customer service and uh, everything that is going on in the self-service industry right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to be here to stay now. Uh, we're not just a want. We've turned into a need, right? Everybody said, oh, I want a kiosk. Now it's, I need a kiosk because I need to reopen safely or I need a kiosk to help me with the labor problems that we're seeing today. Um, other rising stars I would definitely see is somebody that's partnered with both of us like Flash Order. They've integrated with both of our systems and they've been just uh, amazing to see their affordable uh, solutions. So we've actually taken on, them on as one of our official partners on the software food ordering side with Star Micronics. Awesome. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today and sharing your insight and knowledge. Um, For any of our listeners that want to further connect with you or learn more about Kiosk Group, where can they find you? Yeah, you can visit our website at www.kioskgroup.com or you can give us a a straight email at awestfall at kioskgroup.com or hardware-sales at kioskgroup.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And for Star Micronics, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or YouTube, or you can visit our website at www.starmicronics.com. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks. It's been a pleasure.